Welcome to another episode of A Matter of Principles, a podcast from the Association of Washington School Principals. Our guest today will make you look smarter. You're about to hear how Jen David Lang's The Main Idea will help you take instructional leadership off your to-do list and make it a reality. AWSP offers The Main Idea as a member benefit. Members can access The Main Idea by signing into the AWSP website, heading to member support, and finding it under resources. You can find The Main Idea website at themainidea.net, and make sure you subscribe to our podcast feed so you can listen to us wherever you go. We've got lots of great content for you that's already out, and a lot more planned. Hi, this is David Morrill, Communications and Technology Director for the Association of Washington School Principals. Our guest today is Jen David Lang, and she is a author, creator of The, the Main Idea, um, an educational book summary service and also a member benefit for AWSP active members. Jen's going to tell you all about The Main Idea, how it got started, what other projects she's up to, and how The Main Idea can make you a better instructional leader. Welcome, Jen. Thank you, David. So good to be here with you and all of AWSB. Yeah, so we've had uh, the main idea as a member benefit. We've partnered with you, uh, I think, a couple of years back. Um, and so why don't you tell us a little bit, because I know there are a lot of members who are very busy. Uh, hopefully they open our emails. Hopefully you don't delete all of them. But if you do, I understand. I get it. Uh, but in those emails, there's a lot of great resources, and one of them is the main idea. So if you are listening right now and you're not sure what it, the main idea is, let's have Jen explain it to you. What are you missing out on if you're not opening those emails for the main sure. idea? Well, if you're not opening those emails, it's probably because you're busy. And I started the main idea in 2007 for the busy school and district leader who is interested in professional reading and their own professional learning, but doesn't have the time. So if that's you, uh, that's what it's about. Um, I started a subscription service for busy school leaders where once a month, just one email a month, I send a summary of a great new education or leadership book. So a book that would normally be 300, 400 pages, I summarize it in eight pages. And it's not a little paragraph review. It really has the, the most salient ideas in the book. And you feel like you've read the book. And then at the end of the eight pages, I include workshop ideas that you can use with your teachers or your leaders to introduce the ideas from the book to your school. And um, yeah, so I've been doing this for about 14 years now, and anyone who is a member of AWSP automatically has a membership to the main idea. So in addition to getting the monthly book summaries, let's say the topic I chose for this month, um, increasing the trust in our teacher observations, uh, you can go into my archives and search by topic. I have over 140 book summaries, all kinds of topics. So based on the issue that you are dealing with right now, you can get some book summaries to help you with that issue. So basically, the main idea can help people look smarter, right? <laughs> make, make you <laughs> it out, does. Right? I mean, yeah, I, I, we all know how busy principals are. We talked a little bit about this before we started recording of just how, you know, principals were busy before the pandemic. And then since the pandemic, we know that they've been even busier. Um, we've seen, you know, burnout. We've seen um, just even more hours put in. And it feels like sometimes that principals are treading water. So if... You, 
at a time when you need more resources and you need more help and you need more ideas, you have less time. So that's what I love about the main idea. Uh, and we see this in other places also. We've seen the proliferation of masterclass and other online learning and, you know, things where you can get the bulk of someone's expert content, you know, in a lot less time than if you could do it yourself. And what I like about that is it lets people follow up and you can go deeper. You can read the book if you want, but you're not going to go down a road that's not going to be helpful to you. You know, it's like sampling at Costco. <laughs> if you, hey, this is useful. <laughs> that filled me up for a minute, but, um, you know, I want more. I want more of that. So, you talked a little bit about how long you've been doing the main idea, um, kind of a little bit the motivation behind it. But I mean, 14 years is a long time. How do you, I don't know, how do you go about like what books I'm going to summarize, um, or how do you see principles best to use it? Well, I'll tell you how I choose them, and then how principles can best use it. So I choose books based on three criteria. First, that there's some type of research doesn't have to be quantitative, could be qualitative, but a little more than just oh, I did this and I believe in this. A little bit more might be literature review. So a little bit of research. Um, I'm also looking for books where leaders can walk away with an idea they can implement now, today, tomorrow, next week. Not, you know, theory or education history, but really actionable books because I know how busy you are. And then certainly books that are well-written. Um, I've read some of these books on the beach, um, but if it's too dense after working 10, 14, 16 hours, I don't think most school leaders will sit down and plow through it. So, so those are the books that I choose. And um, yeah, so it's difficult. So this email, land, this book summary lands in your lap once a month, eight pages. And, you know, how do you deal with that? So I think there are two ways to think about it. One, how it can benefit your own professional learning and then how it can benefit the teachers and leaders at your school. So for yourself, um, I find it's really helpful to put together some type of habit of reading. So maybe it's, you know, Monday mornings, um, you get to work and you say, Monday morning, I'm carving out 20 minutes to read. And I can't drink my coffee until I read a book summary or I re whatever else you're reading. But really finding ways to carve out time or always having a printed out copy, either if a meeting runs late, you know, it's starting late or you have a few minutes here or there, but finding ways to say to yourself, hmm, how am I going to get regular reading in? Even if it is only 20 minutes versus reading a 400 page book, it's very hard to really get that in. You might have an accountability partner, you know, another principal who you're friends with and you say, hey, on this date, let's both read the book summary and then let's chat about ideas or your own cabinet or leadership council, whatever you call it at your school. Hey, let's all read this summary and we're going to chat about it on December. December 1st. So bring in some accountability because the truth of the matter is that ideas are changing quickly. And if you are visiting classrooms, you want to make sure that you have the background knowledge to be able to give the teacher some feedback. If you are running professional learning at your school, you want to make sure that you're up to date. So what are the habits you could put in place? Um, and then the ways to use it with others. There might be a page from a summary that you think is fantastic with a list of resources. You might Xerox that for your English department. You might buy copies of the book for your whole math department or your leadership team. Um, you might simply, in debriefing with a teacher after an observation, share some of the ideas that you read about. Um, you might have a regular newsletter either with your teachers or your families where you, you share some of the ideas. You know, this is what I'm reading or these are some quotes or ideas that I have. 
you might set up voluntary book groups in your school and you might go through some old summaries to say, hmm, what are a few books to give choices? Ah, you know, read through a few and then say, here are three different books that our school can focus on. Sign up for one of these three volunteer book groups. Um, so there's lots of ways to use it. And then I, like I said, I put PD ideas at the end of every summary. So I like to say that the main idea doesn't just save you time, but it saves you money. Um, first of all, it saves you money on only buying books that you think are worthwhile for yourself or your school. But then rather than bringing in one of those really expensive consultants to run a one day workshop, which as we know, isn't as effective because that person can't follow up. There's some really simple workshop ideas that you or your assistant principal or a department chair could run for your school. And then you're there. You can follow up with the ideas after. Uh, some months I even go so far as to write, uh, put together a PowerPoint that you can use and adapt it and use it at, at your school. Um, so, so those are a few of the ideas, if that's what you meant, David, about how you could use the, uh, the book summaries and the main idea. Well, yeah, for sure. You know, you know, I can imagine that there's somebody out there thinking, I've got a staff meeting next week. I don't know what we're going to talk about. I need to do some professional learning. And what a great way to just you know, dive into something. And it doesn't have to be, like you said, even the most current summary, you can go back into the archives and find something that fits with whatever your school initiative is, is, this year, is for the year, or, you know, Absolutely. whatever you're, whatever you're working on, whatever you're focusing on, or even with teachers. So here in our state, Jen, we have, um, you know, comprehensive or focused evaluations, and we have eight criteria that teachers are evaluated on and separate eight for principals. And so on a focused evaluation, a teacher might be focused on just one of these criteria. And maybe you can find, um, you know, a book that fits with that. So I think there are a lot of great ways that you've given for uh, principals to really be effective at their job. And, and I think it helps vet, um, you know, what's out there, because there is a lot of stuff out there. And, uh, you know, how do you know, you get a little sample and and see if this book is a fit for you and your school or your staff. Um, so that's one way. And I love what you said also about the, the networking part of it, because, you know, we're always encouraging our principals to network with each other. It's, you know, leadership can be very lonely sometimes. And it's really important that you're connecting with colleagues. And sometimes you need a reason to do that other than just you need to vent or share ideas. And this can be, you know, a great reason to do a book summary together to reflect on it. Uh, so I know you have you have a little bit of that idea with your mastermind groups. I don't know too much about them, but I've I've seen the emails and I know that you do have mastermind groups. So can you tell me a little bit about, um, you know, what, what are those like? How many people are in there? If that's something that, um, you know, somebody wants to get involved with, how would they do that? For many years, I thought about running an online PLC of school leaders from across the country because we ask our, our teachers to work in teams, our students to work in teams, and then our, our leaders are often very alone. And, you know, as you said, they, they're siloed. So I had this idea of putting together these, these PLCs, but I never did. And then the pandemic, I was busy, like everyone else. The pandemic hit and I thought, ooh, you know what? Now more than ever, school leaders really need to connect. So I launched um, five mastermind groups, which are basically groups of about 10 leaders, both school and district leaders mixed together. And we meet for one hour every other week for professional learning, coaching, feedback, support. Um, they are very um, content focused. Uh, we put together a, a one pager of ideas. So even more of a summary. So let's say 
we're talking about student engagement or coaching teachers. I will try to consult a lot of resources and distill the ideas into one page. And we get together and we do a live read. That's a great idea, principals, for you to do in any staff meeting. If you ask people to read a chapter or something ahead of time, some will, some won't. So I love the live read in a professional development session. So we all read this one page and we do some type of learning around that. Um, and um, we also do what is called a think tank, where one person shares a problem of practice, something they're struggling with, working on, and we all, we have a protocol, very structured, to, uh, to give the person feedback and ideas, and that person usually walks away with pages of ideas for what to do, and because there are lots of similarities between what principals in Walla Walla, Washington, and Baltimore, Maryland are doing, it's not just the person presenting who gets the ideas. Lots of people do, you know, principal says, oh, I've got a toxic grade teacher on my fifth grade team, you know, what do I do? Or, um, you know, certainly during the pandemic, there were a lot of shared problems of practice, you know, student engagement, ah, from attendance to just simply not engaging. How do I increase student engagement during this remote time? So they brought all kinds of questions like that, and they really walk away with a lot of ideas. And then at the end, we carve out five minutes for us all to um, contribute to uh, a document we called One Big Thing which is a shared document where people write their takeaways. Because as you know, right, David, everybody, as soon as a meeting's over, they're about to put out a million fires and forget everything we did. So we say, let's take a moment and reflect and think of one thing you got out of today or one commitment you'd like to make to yourself because they're gonna look at this document in two weeks when we meet again. And uh, John Dewey said, it's not exactly what he said, but something like, we don't learn by doing, we learn by reflecting on doing. So we, we're just carving out that space to reflect and to learn. And, um, and then we come back together again two weeks later. And a lot of the leaders do reach out in between meetings, help each other out, whether it's, you know, I've got an assistant principal vacancy, anyone know anyone? Or, um, you know, I'm struggling, I have this big presentation that I need to do on equity, does anyone have resources? So it really is an hour of professional learning, resource sharing, coaching feedback and it's the best professional learning that I've seen for school leaders because it is this ongoing um, learning and it's the space that's also safe because you're not there with your supervisor you're not there with the people you supervise and you can really be honest about the issues that you want to work on your strengths your areas for growth and um, I love these mastermind groups um, it's separate from the main idea, but any, anyone can participate. There's information on my website, the, the main idea.org. Yeah, that is awesome. We, one of the things that we're just trying to do here is connect people with each other, connect principals with each other. And having that structure is so important uh, because it just helps focus. You know, it helps, you know, a lot of times when you get together, it can just divulge into venting and sometimes that's important you know um, to get stuff off your chest or let people know what's going on in your school um, but having this I love the idea of the, the big takeaway because it, folks the, the reflection helps I guess bring it back to what's important and a lot of times you know we might not remember what happened in a meeting but just seeing those list of takeaways can is a great memory jog you know I remember going back through some old files here um, when I started, I think it was about five or six years in the job, and I saw some notes from a previous communications director, 
and I saw this article format and I was like, oh, that's a great idea, you know? Um, and then it's funny how often like these topics repeat in education, you know, like you can't tell if this list is from 10 years or 20 years ago sometimes, right? Everything's changing, <laughs> yeah. but it just comes back. Yeah. And so I think that, um, yeah, that's great. And I look at what we have on our, our AWSB boards and committees, advisory councils, where these group of people have been together for a couple of years at a time and they have some relationships and yeah. and they have the ability to throw out questions to the group and they get great feedback. Sometimes they do these school visits and it really helps to expand their horizons professionally and personally in terms of outreach and support. And the fact that it's not just in your district sometimes can be really helpful, you know, because um, sometimes you only know what you know. And if you know only how your district does it, then sometimes it's good to get a little bit outside perspective or get more feedback from other leaders across the state or country. So I love that idea. We might need to, to connect with you a little bit more on that and see, see some of your protocols um, for that, because I think that's something that when we look at what we do here, our, a big focus of ours is connecting members with each other and trying to re get these regional networks launched. So there's a, a lot of power there. A lot of power and it's 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 professional but then it's also it, it is really lonely it is such a tough job you know the turnover rate i don't have the numbers up my fingers it was pretty high for school leaders and you know schools need stability we need our leaders to stay in the job so whatever they can do for support they get support from an association like yours they get support from each other just knowing that other leaders are dealing with similar issues just there's a comfort in that um, not only getting solutions and ideas, but just, just knowing, oh, we're, we're all in this together. You know, nobody solved the world of education that otherwise we wouldn't be working so hard. So you feel like you have a community and you're not in it alone. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes the best feeling is that it's not just me, right? It's, it's not just me. And, <laughs> yes. you know, because it, 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 sometimes it can feel that way. But when you know that everybody is struggling with the same stuff and uh, that can be helpful, you know, just for that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny you mentioned those things again, because, you know, we've really focused on longevity and supporting principles. I think it's one to four principles is in the same building after five mm -hmm. years. And it takes time. We, we preach culture, systems, and learning here. And without culture and without trust, you can't change systems. And without changing systems, then you don't really affect learning. And when you have constant turnover, you know, you hear the stories of the teachers who are, saying, well, why should I listen to, you know, what this principal says, I'll have another one next year, you know, why should I change my practice? So yep. having yep. that stability and longevity is super important. And so that's why we work so hard to support principals to help keep them, you know, in the building and give them the supports they need and network with each other, because without, without trust and, um, and time and culture, it's really hard to make change and the systems don't change. And that's how you get these, you know, stagnating schools or this communities where it's a revolving door. And that makes such a big difference for the teachers, for the staff, for the community to have people in there, not just, you know, surviving in their job, but thriving in their job, you know, despite all the challenges and despite the pressure, but um, that's super important. So it's great to know that um, we're not the only people that feel that way. And I, I think overall, you know, we've seen, I think a little bit more appreciation for the role that principals play, sometimes kind of kind of stuck in the middle. Uh, during the pandemic. And so people realize uh, what it takes to be a school leader right now. And I think there's some empathy there for all of the things that land on your plate. Um, and so one of the things that, like I said, like, you know, we've done is offered the main idea to our members. 
So I know you've also partnered with Kim Marshall, you know, in the, uh, the Marshall memo. So you have, you're more than just the one main idea or the one big thing. You've got a lot of stuff that you're doing to help educational leaders. You want to tell me a little about, about your uh, partnership with Kim Marshall? Sure, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Kim Marshall, the Marshall Memo, he summarizes journal articles, I summarize books, and so we see each other as sort of compliments of each other, and uh, we get together, have dinners, and um, we had this idea um, in his archives, he has over 8,000 articles. So what if we took about 20 of the topics leaders care most about, and let's dive into his archives and choose the best articles on each of those 20 topics. And so we spent a couple of years doing that and putting together two books, actually 22 topics. Each book has 11 of them. And so each chapter of the book focuses on one topic and has 10 to 15 articles. And um, yeah, on topics, for everything from um, planning with a purpose, uh, managing time for impact, leaders, emotional intelligence, coaching teachers, uh, critical feedback, difficult conversations, topics like that. And um, so, yeah, each of these chapters is self-contained. You can read it by itself when you're thinking of a certain issue you want help with. And then we recently got uh, a grant from Gates to make these chapters all available for free on the website. So there is a website, bestofmarshallmemo.org, and you can download for free a PDF of any of these chapters. Uh, Kim and I sometimes do a chapter chat online. So that's another thing to get you to read the chapter. You don't have to, and then join us for an interactive professional learning session about the topic. Um, but it is also a great thing to bring into staff meetings, bring in one of these chapters, a few of these articles, and you can really do a live read and with some simple protocols, um, get some real learning going on, even if you don't see yourself as an expert at, you know, conducting professional learning, you, you can still have a conversation about these articles um, that will, that will change practice. That's fantastic. Um, now, thinking back about what you said, is this something where, you know, you have so many topics and they're not they're probably not all geared just towards building leadership or school level leadership. I'm imagining that if you had a math department or English department, that you could have some, uh, some folks responsible for leading their own learning here through some of these summaries as well. Yeah, and I think to empower others to do that is, is one of the best things you can do as a leader, right? Distribute your leadership, um, tap into the leadership that is in the building, even if it's not someone's title. It could even just be someone who's a teacher and has a passion for a certain topic. Uh, we have a chapter on literacy. So you might have a real gung-ho English teacher who, you know, you could give them the, the chapter. Oh, sorry. And the other thing, at the end of each of these chapters in our book, I've written professional development ideas. So you could have a teacher read the chapter on literacy, read some of my ideas for how he or she could run a professional learning session and say, go for it. You know, we're meeting, like you said, next Wednesday. Um, so, you know, Paul, why don't you run a session? And here's an actual resource to do it. And, um, and also just to let your, your um, listeners know, people can also email me. I'm happy. I have people email all the time say, oh, I need to read a book on this, that, or the other. Which one do you recommend? Or I'm planning a professional learning session. What ideas do you have? And I'm happy to respond to emails and be of assistance with all that too. Yeah, I like that idea. It's kind of like the um, kind of Ed Camp model or almost like a poker report. Each department's responsible for your own, you know, we're all going to go over one new book throughout the year, your resources, and it makes it really approachable. Yeah, and you can jigsaw the chapters by, have, by having um, different 
teachers or leaders in your building read different articles and come back together and share what you've learned. Um, but what I like about it is uh, sometimes if you don't give any direction and either a department or a grade team gets together without an outside resource, sometimes it resorts to complaining the same way we do as leaders. And so this way it's like, here's a text, you know, discuss this text. It keeps your focus on the learning, not in all of the many reasons we have to complain or the many things we have to rejoice about our profession that keeps it to the professional learning. Well, that is super useful. I know, um, you know, I learned a little bit more today about, you know, just the, the background, some ideas, how to use the main idea. Um, you've obviously done quite a bit in the past 10, 14 years once you started. Do you have anything, you know, coming? Do you have anything any new projects that you're excited about? Uh, I'm just really trying to, to build the, the masterminds because I do think it's such a great way to help leaders focus on their professional learning, to carve out this hour every other week. Um, so I'm not, I don't have my fingers in new projects right now, um, but just trying to do a good job with, with what I'm doing. Um, and, you know, and I know people might be skeptical out there leaders might feel like oh I don't have time for my own professional learning but I guess I would just leave you with that bit of advice which is to try to take professional learning and understand that it is it may not be urgent but it's important right when you think of the covey mm -hmm. um quadrants right you know putting out the fires always seem to be what our leaders do first but if you can take some time for those things that are important although not urgent like professional learning, you will see that it does save you time in the long run. Um, you will have suggestions and ideas for problems, for addressing problems proactively before they become bigger problems. Um, you can get ideas. Even um, I've, I've done a couple of book summaries on habits and time management. So, you know, by spending time reading and learning, you might actually save your time by learning the ideas for developing the habits or managing your time better. So I would just leave with those words that if you think you don't have time for professional learning, try to carve out some. It will be well worth it. Yeah, it reminds me of, you know, slowing down to go fast. I mean, I'm a big technology person, so I feel like, I mean, basically everybody uses technology these days and, you know, you can save yourself a lot of time by learning the tools. And so, yes, it takes a little bit of time, but if you know and you can get the most out of your technology, you can be more efficient in the long run. You know, it'd be like a carpenter who picks up a hammer and not quite sure how to use this thing exactly. You know, you want to use the tools of your trade. And so it's not just the content knowledge. It's that kind of, a, I mean, to me, that's one of the things that um, just helps people be better, whatever they're doing is what tools are you using or using them effectively or the right way. And I think those habit um, topics, time management, that's something that's important. Um, I wanted to mention to our members that you can find uh, the main idea on our website. If you, there's a login for, for AWSP members. So if you go to our page, member support, resources, you'll find the main idea. And once you're logged in, then you'll be able to access all of the archives that Jen talked about. We also send out the... Um, the book summaries in our Principal Matters newsletter that comes out almost every Friday. So we have a lot of resources for you. Thanks to Jen. Uh, we hope that you check them out. Um, if you're interested in joining a mastermind group, reach out to Jen. Jen, can you let us know what your website is again? One more time. Yes, I think I said I misspoke before. <clears throat> it's the main idea.net, not org. I don't know. Not enough <laughs> coffee. The main idea.net. Um, you will you'll find the information there. All right. So again, to get that the, the um, 
going to get the back issues, access that through Principal Matters or our website, and that you can get logged in there and you can see everything. Um, Jen, I want to thank you so much for what you do. I think it's really important work. Uh, I know our members really appreciate it. Those that know about the main idea love it. Uh, we get people, you know, that rave about the service. And I know uh, it's appreciated on our end for sure. It helps us look good also to our members, the same way that principals can look good to their staff, because you can offer something really concrete and really, really valuable that is not um, a burden. I think what's one thing I kind of want to add about the professional development is I'm kind of thinking back here and it's just reflecting on my own time. You know, as you get busy, sometimes you just keep doing more of the same. And one of the ways that we can redirect and be passionate about the work we do is to improve the work we do. And so I think carving out a little bit of time for your own reading or your own professional learning is so important because I think it can help reignite passion and remind you why you got into the work in the first place. Well, that is lovely. Well, thank you so much. And, and, and hats off to you and AWSP because you for a long time have been creating community, providing support, providing resources, the things that leaders most need. And so um, I, I think it's tremendous and, and your members are lucky to have you. So uh, thank you very much for this time. And uh, we'll talk again in the future. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, until the next time, Jen. Take care. Thanks for listening. To catch all of our episodes, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can watch AWSB TV and our other great video content. If you have ideas for guests or topics you'd like to hear about, shoot me an email at david at awsp.org. We'll do our best to make it happen. On behalf for all of us at AWSP, we hope you tune in again.